welcome to The Truth In This Art. I am your host, Rob Lee. And today, I am interviewing DJ, photographer, co-founder of The Night Brunch, director of content and sonic identity at Hyatt Global. Please welcome DJ Impulse. Yeah. Uh, as they say, a long, what is it? Long time listener, first time caller? <laughs> I love I it. I believe that's that is, that is the that's same. what they say. It is the same. That's that what, what they say. That is what they say. So... Obviously, and we, we were talking um, before this, obviously, and uh, so I want to get those vital stats. I want to hear about that creative background. And what is the director of uh, content and sonic identity? <laughs> Give me that, because that's that's a that's a weighty title right there, my guy. It is it is a weighty title. Um, you know, God, it, it is it is a long story. Um, so when the pandemic happened. Uh, I was I was a DJ. Obviously, I've been a, a a professional and traveling DJ for God, twenty years now, uh, and obviously everything came to an abrupt halt. And I was taking photos just as fun, just in my travels and things like that. And then I was hanging around the hotel pretty often uh, because that ended up being a community space uh, during during the pandemic. And uh, I was snapping photos and, you know, chiming in on music and things like that. And I was given the opportunity to to be a, a content creator for the hotel. Uh, now, the title, <laughs> uh, Sonic Identity, was, uh, was something I just heard, heard floating around, but it kind of made sense to me. Uh, being in different spaces in the hotel and hearing the music in different spaces, right? You, sure. you know, you could be in a, in, you know, the downstairs in the lobby. That's, that's one vibe. Or you could be upstairs at the restaurant. That's another vibe, right? So each one of these spaces has to have its own identity. And I thought that music programmer was just kind of like boring. So, <laughs> so I ended up, we ended up coming up with this, with this title and it ended up being the only title uh in high global of across the board so i'm the only only person with this with this title which is hilarious that's great that is <laughs> it's just like uh, i remember at, at a point one of my uh former um like partners in this practice uh i was like you're an epicurean journalist he's like hold up he's like that hold sounded on. a little too smooth actually i was like oh i have i have bullshit on the cuff like ready i was like oh. i can give you a title <laughs> listen Rob, Rob has $25 words on deck, ready to go. On deck, just ready. <laughs> so so your, your creative background, so you, you have the DJ experience that you've you been doing for, for a big chunk. You were doing Long photography. Yeah. Um, yeah. So how did you end up in the Baltimore arts and cultural scene, and how has that kind of influenced you like in those creative practices and music and um, taking photography or what have you? Because you know, just because someone is – creative per se they don't end up in the scene and in around the scene like i was like who's this guy with the, the glasses and the coffee all the time who's this dude and that, that's literally where my that was my first piece of interest there so how, how, how do you end up in the scene that's funny um yeah i mean i you know I, I was born raised here um and i started djing when i was 13 so when most when most you know kids were getting you know bikes and stuff for for Christmas, I was begging my parents for turntables and records, you know, it was just like some, something I, I, I just always loved. So I was always, I was always around it and, you know, just 
from from that point on, from 13 all the way up, I was just in every part of town. And I was always, you know, being a DJ back then was different than being a DJ now. You just need a computer and, you know, a few things. Um, but uh, back then you had to have like a, a substantial record collection. You yep. were, that that's what it was. And, you know, I used to skip school and I used to take the bus from, from Parkville all the way to, to Howard Street. And I yep. would meet up, meet up with, you know, these, these legends in my eyes, these Baltimore club legends, you know, like a, a Scotty B and DJ techniques and guys like that. So they kind of like took me in. And uh, so I was always around it. Um, and then moving, moving forward, um, you know, I, I would de- I would listen to uh, strictly hip hop on Morgan state and yeah. 88.9. And then Shout I got out. the opportunity to start DJing, DJing on the station with, with little Mike and, and Titan and like all these guys. So I was always around the scene. So it just made sense. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I had this running bit when I see and it's no shots, but maybe shots um, when I see like Apple products come on, like, all right, DJ iPad, what are we doing here? <laughs> That's literally it's been a running thing. I remember I, me and my me and my me and my girl were uh, we were go- we were in like like international waters going to the Bahamas or something. And it was like, oh, yeah, you know, we got our DJ here. I was like, where's this equipment? You know, literally mm-hmm. was, was what popped in my head. Mm-hmm. And I mean, and he was good at what he was doing. But I was like, you're, you're doing more curating than I was like, all right. Oh, yeah. Appreciate you, bro. Side, but... side, side note, I, I DJ'd on a few cruise ships as well. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's a vibe, though. And I think going back to one of the things that, and, 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 and I'm going to hold on to that. One of the things yeah. that um, you, you were saying earlier, as far as like each, like, part each space within the hotel has like a different vibe and a different energy i i recognize that too and i recognize like oh okay you can't just have like the same thing it's if you come in to to a hotel if you come into to the entrance and it's like you know this is this is i'm already there like this is kind of a strong song to come into and you yeah. need something that's a little bit more inviting whereas when you're upstairs you got a certain vibe little drinks are flowing that's a different energy mm-hmm. so I yeah. think that that definitely is a it, it's a science to it. It is it's an intentionality to it. No, for sure, for sure, yeah. And I mean, it, again, it just goes back to you know the difference between a DJ now and you know the, the information is out there music wise. But you know, I'm working with thirty plus years of, of musical knowledge, mm. uh, B sides of records. Speaking of B side, we're going to talk about that at the hotel as well because that is another space that i've been able to curate from from the music to the photography so um so i'm excited for you to be in that space as well like i'm excited for the whole city to to be able to see this and and experience this space so in 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 doing the working as a dj for over you know over 20 years because by the time this comes out right um (laughs) tell me about the chemistry that you have with like listeners with the with ultimately the the audience that's like you know being in that experience because it really i think is an experience to to move a crowd to control a crowd with what you're choosing to play how you decide to do a mix things of that nature when those yeah. beats drop and when those beats drop like how people yeah. kind of operate so tell me about that chemistry yeah no it's um you know music as as most people know music is the one thing that can bring so many people together along with food and things like that. But music is the one thing that really, really brings, brings people together. And, um, you know, just 
the experience of being in so many different rooms is that's something that can't be taught. Like you have to really, really go, go through it. Um, you know, and I, and I had this experience, one of the most eye opening was DJing in, in Tokyo and in, in Japan and having a room full of people that do not speak the language. Mm-hmm. But when you, when you drop the music down and you hear them, singing all the words to little Lil Wayne, like, (laughs) it's like, and then, and then afterwards they come up and you realize like, Oh no, they really, they really don't speak English, but they know all of these words. Right. So, um, so that, that's just one of those incredible experiences, um, that I've been able to, to have, you know, and, and, and again, it's just music truly brings everyone together. Yeah. I mean, I, I'll go through some songs and it's like, I don't speak Spanish. And I was like, this, this. But they make uh, you move, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's like, crazy. This is it's dope. crazy. It was, it was it's crazy. One, it was this one joint. Um, we used to use it on a segment on one of my other podcasts. It was this uh, Japanese singer. Um, I think it was like a song from like the 70s, maybe. And uh, it was called Sexy Robot. And okay. I don't yeah. know, understand anything other than when the chorus comes and I was like, yo, the chorus is fire. I was like, yeah, sexy robot. <laughs> hell yeah, let's go. And I was like, yeah, I feel Sorry. like <laughs> these are not Asimov's rules right here. Um, no. <laughs> um, so I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you about this one. How do you describe your style? And I definitely want to key in on fashion here, but how do you describe <laughs> your style? Uh, it could be, you know, DJ photography, but definitely do not omit the fashion component. Um, it's funny when, when, when I think of, uh, photography, um, the, the, this is, this is super important to me. And, and people have asked me this before because my photography has this kind of like element of, um, God, it's hard to, it's hard to explain, but when I'm DJing, I'm constantly reading the room, right? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to make sure sh- I'm, I'm seeing things that, maybe other people aren't seeing and um you know if if one person in the in the room if there's you know 500 people in the room and they're all having a good time there's this one person that has his arms crossed and he's upset i'm like how do i make that person have a good time right Mm -hmm. um so when it comes to the photography side i'm seeing things differently i'm almost seeing things like as if i'm behind a dj booth like that's why you don't you don't see a ton of it's so difficult for me to get pictures of myself because (laughs) I always have a camera with me and I'm always taking photos of other people. Um, and I, I truly enjoy taking photos of people rather than, um, architecture or, you know, stuff like that. Like I'll shoot, you know, I do a lot of food photography and things like that, but catching people in these, in these natural moments is like, that totally gives me life. Just like when I DJ. Um, now when it comes to fashion, um, I, have always dressed as if it was 1993. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, so my, I don't, I don't know. Like, you know, it's funny when I, when I come to my kid's school or things like that and I'm, I'm like the, just like the, <laughs> just the outsider, you know, it's like, yeah. what is this dude wearing? Um, you know, I might come in with like, you know, like right now I'm wearing a, a Morehouse hoodie. Yeah. I'll have some like camo pants and some like Jordan ones on. And, you know, these, these other, these other people are wearing like, 
an Under Armour vest with some, you know, <laughs> you, you know, I know what exactly. I know what you mean. You, you know that fit. You it's know like, that fit. It's like, are we hiking? What What is this Patagonia? What, what are, are we, we doing here? What are we, what are we doing? What are we doing? Um, but yeah, so that's 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 my style. And 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 honestly, <laughs> man, like the 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 moment the moment you see me in some other something else is like, yeah. oh, he gave up. Like, I there's I just there's just no way that I would ever change. You know, just it's just, out. That's it. That's it. So it's it's this one thing where as I've been doing a few more public facing things, um, my brother, my brother is my reference point. Like, yo, you sold out, bro. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, huh, a lot, lot less Carhartt these days. I was like, look, I, I'm comfortable in my car. He's like, huh, he's like a lot of rings. He's like a lot of rings now. I was like, why are you judging what I'm wearing? He's like, what's your ring budget like right now? I was like, <laughs> I was like, what are these shots? Oh, don't worry about it. Don't but worry then, about it. Whenever I go to these shows, someone's like, sick ring, bro. I was like, shit, he's right. <laughs> I do have that's these very blatant rings. Yeah. I, I, I complimented you on that ring the other night. <laughs> right. I, right? I yes. noticed these things. Exactly. Exactly. So, so my thing is always, you, how can I be Tell your brother to chill out. <laughs> tell your brother to chill out. Wear your rings, Rob. I, I'm wearing my rings. I have a new bracelet I just purchased. It's just like, look, Let's I'm getting go. the dormants. It's a dormants right now. Let's go. Let's go. But yeah, it's definitely very Carhartt forward these days, uh, and uh, because it's comfortable, and you know that's literally the aesthetic. But definitely the what you said, like like look, I dress like I'm in 1993. It's it's a thing that one of my favorite wrestlers said. He was like, man, my aesthetic is just perpetually 1998. <laughs> He's like grimy Yonkers 1998. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, look, I mean, I'm sitting next to a, a, a mongoose BMX bike right here. I got my '93 Harley Davidson sitting out in the parking lot right now. <laughs> it's like this is what I'm doing. This is this is what I'm living. I'm out here, baby. So, <laughs> so tell me about the night brunch. Um, and I had the opportunity to um, attend one actually, which was really fun. Um, did the uh, did the Halloween one, and I had my weekend fit from uh, after hours. I was feeling very proud of myself, and yes. did the whole family thing. So it's like it was a surprise. It was one of my girls' kids' um, birthday, so I was like, I look like a champion. Beautiful. And you know, you were doing your thing. So, so tell us how the night brunch came together, and give us that that rundown about the night brunch. Yeah, Night Brunch started, um, it was, you know, Jason, my partner, Jason Bass, uh, he and I were kind of sitting down having, it was out of coffee or drinks, it was, it was a beverage. And we said, man, you know, we've traveled everywhere. And we still feel kind of like bored in our in our own city. How can we, you know, how can we have something that's that's fun and exciting, responsible? Um, that 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 revolves around food drinks and just really good music and and more importantly how can we bring the city which mm -hmm. is very siloed how can we bring the the city together to experience some of these restaurants that maybe in a part of town that they don't they may not frequent or even know about for that matter and uh so that's basically how it came about he and i started at our first one at modern cook shop which was in uh fells point mm -hmm. at the time uh, the first one went really well. We said, hey, let's try this again. We did another one. It was even better. Then we got into the to the branding and actually named it. It wasn't even a thing at that point. But yeah. you know, it's it's very simple. It's 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 the night brunch. It is it is brunch at night, <laughs> but don't get it twisted. Like there's only one night brunch. So 
(laughs) (laughs) There is only one. Um, So, yeah, you know, from from that point on, we started moving around the city. Uh, Typically, it's on a Wednesday night from six to nine. So or six to nine, six to ten. I'm sorry. So, you know, come after work or whatever. Have a good time. You can still get to bed at a reasonable hour make it to work the next day but whatever you do after 10 o'clock is, is not that's, up your so like on our, on, that's your business on our end we're just trying to help you be responsible so <laughs> <laughs> and it, it definitely is a vibe and uh you know echoing that sentiment there you know uh, it was another podcast that i was doing for a long time and it's like huh hmm uh, we're not those other guys. That was the way I used to put it. It's like we're not those other guys. We we do See? our own thing. We're the branding's no, different. <laughs> the brand, the, the brand is strong. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Diesel <laughs> brolic. Uh, mm-hmm. So so, what techniques do you experiment with to get like to to have your sound be like original? What have you to have your your like your approach be um, original as a DJ? It's mm, a good question. Uh, you know, sound, sound wise, um, you know, I, I, I try to, I try to mix everything, right? If you, if you listen to some of my sets, you'll, you'll hear familiars, but you'll definitely hear some things that aren't so familiar, but you like, like there's, mm-hmm. just like, Oh, I, I, I like this. Right. So, and that's always been kind of, kind of my style, um, kind of like really digging, digging into, you know, b-sides of things or just trying to find some some really cool like eclectic things that that are going to fit in right like here's two here's two for you here's two for me almost like you know like that um you know i you know scratching scratching was always like a big big thing for me too i used to be like a battle dj back back then um so you know having having all of the elements of 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 hip-hop djing whether it be uh, whether if I'm playing hip hop or I'm playing um, Baltimore club or house music or whatever it may be, like you're still going to hear a lot of those elements um, in the way I DJ. So yeah, that's, that's kind of, that's kind of my style. Um, and people, people kind of like pick it out when I'm playing. So <laughs> I, I like when you like, cause I did a deep, cause my, my, my girl's a big house person or what have you. She, mm-hmm. she's, she's from Brooklyn. So it's just like, Oh, this is yeah. just what I'm blasting. And when you hear like, because I had to do a deep dive, had to like the learning curve was quick when it comes to like house music. I was like, all right, all right. So oh, I yeah. listen to someone and I hear like a house. I was like, okay, I bangs with you. I know what you're doing. Yep. Oh, break for love. Oh, that's what we're doing. Yep. You know, yep. I, I'll be on that. Oh, oh, jungle. Okay, cool. Jungle brothers. Got it. Exactly. And there's so many subgenres of house. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's, it is, it's heavy. Um, you know, for, for a lot of the, a lot of the stuff that I really truly enjoy playing is like that French, French filter disco house, <laughs> like Jack in the house. Like that, that's, that's, that's what I'm, that's what I'm truly into. So the, the more I can squeeze that uh-huh. into, into, into my sets, um, you know, the happier I am. Absolutely. I mean, I, when I did the um, the Meteor Man uh, screening, I put together just like, you know, the curating piece. I can curate something. And I was like, just going through and I was like, the soundtrack is buns for this movie. I need to do my own. And I, I found some disco song that was called Meteor Man by, and I was just like, oh, 
oh no, this has to be in there. And then the rest of it was just house music that I like. It was a lot of Chicago house in there. I was like, oh, I dig this. This is just going to be in there. And I started going through, this is a, a Spotify playlist. And I was like, oh, I already like all of these songs. I was like, okay, my music taste is on point. It's consistent. I didn't just sell out Perfect. and put together something. <laughs> yeah. Um, Hell yeah. Tell me about the weirdest or funniest experience you had DJing. Oh, God. <laughs> Because I like the weird and I like the odd. It's like, yo, somebody was. <laughs> oh man, I, I mean, I got, I have, I have one, I have one that is really, truly stuck in my head. Um, <laughs> that that really combines both of those things. Um, so I was, I was opening for Wu Tang. Uh, this is when ODB had passed, and they were doing a tribute tour. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was at, I was DJing at Sonar. I was still on vinyl at the time. I wasn't using a computer. And, uh, you know, there was 14 opening acts, of course, and Wu-Tang was late, right? So I have probably about 1,500 people chanting Wu, like Wu-Tang, yeah. right? Um, the promoter says, you have to go back on. I'm like, there's nothing there's I literally I have nothing left there's nothing that I can play <laughs> that will make these people happy so the so I, I I'm digging into my records and I put on uh I think it was baby uh what happened to that boy with yeah. the right I it was the one and only time I've ever gotten booed <laughs> ever ever they did not want to hear it they basically were throwing tomatoes at me. It was, it was so bad. So I, I, so I I instantly go into this like panic mode. Uh, So I'm, I have like maybe a half a creative records left and mind you, I've, I've played every hit that there is. And uh, so within like six minutes, I get them back. Now, now, now that, now that the place is erupting again, thank God. So, their their dj comes on stage he's like i got it boom we switch over i'm in full i'm still in like full panic mode um and then i go into the the green room because it's like the only quiet place and raekwon and ghostface are in the back with six bottles of hennessy (laughs) and like all of this it was just like like fried chicken everywhere right and i was like oh my god they throw me a towel and they were like come eat some of this chicken and i was like yeah (laughs) i made it i made it that's fire that was like so that was like the two that was the 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 craziest two moments and they were like back to back absolutely that's dope dope. (laughs) yeah so I got one last question before I get into these rapid fire questions. And that question would be, um, because we like to drop, drop gems here, right? What advice mm-hmm. would you give to aspiring creatives? Because you're, 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 you, you wear a few hats here. Like, you know, you're not only a DJ, you're not only a photographer, you're not only a founder of like community involved programming, you're not only the director of content of Sonic Identity, you're doing a lot of different things. So what piece of advice that that gem that you would give to someone who's aspiring to just be out there in the scene yeah it's um that's that's always a tricky question right because you know for me i've been i've been 
truly, truly blessed. I don't, I don't like throw that word around a lot, but um, I've been able to do something that I love, right? For, for all of these years and get paid for it, right? Um, but as far as on the creative side, just erase money from your mind. Mm. Just totally erase money from your mind. Do, do it because you absolutely love it. The moment you start, you start just like thinking about the money side of it. It's just no, it's, it's no fun. It's no fun for anyone at that, at that point. So, you know, I've always, I've always really believed in just doing something, especially when it comes to, to, to creativity, Mm -hmm. doing it because you truly, truly love it and it brings you joy. So that's big. It's important. Yeah. All right. So now it's time for some rapid fire questions. I got four of them for you. Oh, man. Now, um, we, we, we're going to be as brief as we can with these because that's the purpose of it, right? Um, what What's on your what's, – what's without fail on whatever you're going to play? Like I, I was going to say playlist, but if you're, if you're doing a set, what is without fail going to pop up in that set of yours? Like what, that signature track, like, look, I was at Impulse Show, and it's like this is played every time. Oh, Jesus. Um, I would say, God, I would definitely say something, something Catronada. Okay. Yeah. I would definitely say something Catronada. So it's, that's always in there somewhere. I just, I don't know what's specific, but that sound. Absolutely. It's just Boiler Room has just, that set has just been playing on loop (sighs) for me for a couple of years at this point. (laughs) That's the funniest Boiler Room ever. (sighs) Yes. It's those, those drunk girls in the back. (laughs) Really funny. Um, (laughs) Okay, this this I'm gonna save this one for last. I'm gonna hit you with the other one. Uh, besides okay, right. coffee, a camera. <laughs> uh, what is something you're always carrying? Because that's something I've seen. I was like, that's the guy with the coffee and the camera. Before I even knew like besides, who you were. Besides coffee and the camera, you know, you know what? I, I typically, uh, I'm a sucker for bags, so okay. I always have like some sort of weird like bag backpack uh tote bag something like that i typically that's typically what i have on me at all times so yeah uh and my and my airpod pros as i I need to i need to upgrade i got these oh they're so they're ass i need the pros uh pros are great what is your hottest take like it can be in any area it's like look i feel very passionate about like tater tots it can be in any area what is your your hot take like your hottest take yeah i, I mean i feel i i'm gonna be honest I, I i feel the most passionate about air fryers really <laughs> yes bro yes you're very pro Listen, air fryer I, got, I am so pro air fryer you you will not do you have an air fryer no <laughs> oh my god everyone that's listening to this right now like wherever there's a comment section, just jump in that because like <laughs> it's it's it has been a absolute game changer. I'm not kidding you one bit, <sighs> one bit. Right. Like if 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 somebody could remove my oven from the kitchen <laughs> and just give me like just give me two air fryers, that's it. It's all I need. That's really funny. Like it's insane. I yeah. have I've purchased two as gifts. I've never used one. Yo, gift yourself. What are you doing? <laughs> you, need, you need one. I mean, I have, I have like a yakitori grill. I've, you know, I got all types of weird stuff. I was like, no air fryer. Yeah. I was like, I don't think there's a space for this in my my domicile. I don't think, I don't think my house is gonna have that. Listen, we have the smallest kitchen, and it's it's in there. It's like coffee, 
air fryer. Like room for nothing else. But okay, those are, it, it's you know, That's, trust trust me. Trust I'll, me. I'll, I'll figure it out because my my girl's got one. I might have to try it out. Maybe I'll fall in love with it. And I was like, all right, let me try this air fryer. She's never spoken positively about. about oh, she doesn't use it. This is specifically for the kids. Like she was like, oh, word. She was like, look, I just throw those dinosaur the, the dino nuggets, <laughs> some tots in there. You're good. Absolutely. But, but I'm telling you, like I've made I've made some incredible dishes in in that thing. So okay. you can bake a cake in there. All right, you're getting a little out of hand there. You're getting a little out of hand. What do you, what do you sorry, part of, what do you part a big air fryer? I told you. I told you. <laughs> told you I was passionate. Is another title that's there? <laughs> air fryer identity, that's what we got going on. Um, so this is the last question. I think I got the answer a moment ago, actually. If you were not um, a DJ or what have you, as that's been the, the kind of chunk that you've spent a lot of your life doing, what would you be if you weren't a DJ? Like career path-wise. Yeah, I mean, I, I would probably, I would probably say, you know, music, music programming, obviously, in mm -hmm. some in some capacity, um, you know, it, it kind of goes hand in hand with what I'm doing uh, for Hyatt yeah. uh, and for the revival. Um, but yeah, definitely music, music programming. And I've, I've been taking photos since I was six years old. So it's, you know, I was, I would definitely you know, try to incorporate photography somewhere into my, into my business. So, yeah. Yeah. But there you have it. Um, I want to invite you to tell the fine folks where to check you out, um, social media, all of that good stuff. And thank you for coming on to this podcast. This has been great. Oh, no, thank you. Rob. Like, seriously, man, I've been, I've been, again, like I tell you all the time, like <laughs> long, long time listener. Uh, I think you're amazing thank you. at what you do and, and uh, you know, I look forward to every every episode. I've learned a lot actually from your from your podcast. So so props props to you. Um, as far as everything else goes, it's just DJ Impulse uh, on on IG. Just go straight to DJ Impulse on IG, and uh, my link tree is there. You can find all my mixes, my YouTube, uh, and then everything that I'm doing at at Revival as well. So that's it. Well, there you have it, folks. Um, for DJ Impulse, I am Rob Lee saying that there is art and culture in and around your city. Uh, you just got to look for it. Yeah.